I'm going to do something a little different here on a daily mass. I'm going to come on down. And uh, we have a special feast today. Very favorite feast of mine uh, is the Saints Joe, Kim, and Ann. And I often like to talk about the idea of us being um, having obligations to the previous generations before us. If you see in our opening prayer, it says it invokes God as God of our fathers. And uh, it's true that in the most proper sense of the word, we have only one father and we have only one mother. But in a more extended sense, we have multiple fathers and multiple mothers, okay, in a genealogical fashion. And uh, we see the use of that word father in our responsorial psalm when it says that God will give to Jesus the throne of his father, David. Well, David is how many generations back, okay? And... Uh, this is, uh, probably a lot of you know, genealogy is something that's kind of like a little hobby of mine, you know. So uh, all of the readings and this feast in particular really brings this idea of genealogy to, to mind because we're celebrating basically the grandparents of Jesus is what we're doing. And so we're, we're, we're going back one generation and then if you, you just go back another generation, you start to think in terms of generations and generations and generations and how important it is to preserve what the previous generations have passed on to us. In our first reading from Syrac, you've got, it says, uh, their wealth, talking about the, our ancestors, the, or the ancestors of the great, the great saints of Israel, their wealth remains in their family. How, how blessed is it, uh, would you be if the, all the things that you worked hard in your life to gather and you, you pass them on to your descendants and they actually successfully preserved all your hard work. And so you can think about it from the other perspective too. And then I think, look, I've got an obligation to all these previous generations. What they've passed on to me, I need to really preserve. And we're talking about material wealth, but really we're talking about spiritual wealth. As Catholics, we have to look at this incredible heritage that we have. Um, it's a, a massive treasure trove of spiritual wealth that we have had very little to do with in terms of its um, acquisition. But it's been given to us as a heritage, as a gift, uh, as a dynasty. And uh, how tragic is it if we were to waste it all and just kind of consume it for ourselves and not pass it on or just throw it out or ignore it and not take care of it so that it dissipates and it just disappears. How tragic would that be? So we've got this great obligation to the previous generations and to the future generations. Um, you know, I think of uh, our beloved Margaret, and you know she started this great devotion to St. Anne. And really, in a lot of ways, we're being kind of faithful to her by continuing it on. And uh, you look at the Feast of the Assumption that we're preparing to celebrate, we look at what we call the Fireman's Parade and all of the different events, but you know, it goes back to the original Catholics here in Clyde in the, uh, the Italian, um, I can't remember, but it's a kind of a social, civil organization for the Italians back in 1910 or whatever, and they started all of this stuff. They brought this whole idea of fireworks over from, from Italy, from their previous generations. So they were being faithful to the generations before them, and uh, they set up something, and now we're preserving it. So it's really important to, to recognize that and to preserve it. So thinking of genealogies here, you know, here's another point that comes to my mind. Um, 
I do, I, got, I was very excited this morning, I got an indication, I'm trying to be in contact with these people I'm very distantly related to, according to my DNA, and they're, they're sort of like these missing links in my genealogy, and I'm saying, oh, if I just contact this one person, and they could verify certain data, I could fill in this missing link, and then suddenly my genealogy could go all the way back to the 1500s in this one lineage on my mother's side. You know, wouldn't that be wonderful? And I was very excited because I got a response from this person who I think is going to be able to help me do that. So, uh, very, very excited. And as I, I do all this genealogy work, you know, I, it's, it's interesting, but you know who's a lot behind the genealogy work and research is the Mormons. Mormon religion, and uh, and also though you know who else actually really the, the Catholic Church in a lot of ways because some of the best records for who's who who's related to who are they are found in Catholic churches baptismal records and marriage records and burial records so those are the so it's really the Catholic Church is a treasure trove for genealogists uh, and the Lutherans. Uh, back in Germany, have kept pretty good track of stuff, but really, there's nothing that compares to the Catholic Church um, in terms of its tracking, you know, these these sorts of sacramental records. Um, so, in a, in a very strange way, the Mormons and the Catholics kind of come together. They join hands here in this whole project of genealogy work. And the Mormons, uh, you know, this is what I, I reflect upon I, in, a, in a charitable manner. I have a kind of a, I feel kind of bad in a certain sense for, for the Mormons because of this. This is what I think of. You know, Joseph Smith is the man who started this religion, and he's a local Wayne County boy. Okay. I mean, this is a, this has become a world religion, and it started here in Wayne County with just this Wayne County boy who was a nobody. And, um, he, the story goes, this is back in about 1820 or so, so it's almost a 200-year-old religion. He was confused by the fact that you had all of these different groups saying, we're the true heirs of Jesus, we're the true heirs of the Christian faith. All these different groups, Protestant groups, there's some total conflict with each other. They're arguing, and hundreds of them. You know, you go down to one church, you got one kind of church here, another kind of church there, another kind of church there. And so he was confused and he prayed to God, which is the, which is the, the true church? And then, uh, you know, as the story goes, God had revealed to him that none of them were the true church and that, that he was chosen to, to reestablish the true church. Um, and uh, they have a lot of the kind of stories about how their religion is related to generations upon generations upon generations of Native Americans. And uh, I want to be really charitable because, like, so if I was speaking to a Mormon right now, I would really try to phrase this in a really, really nice way. But a lot of the kind of genealogy work in, in their spiritual genealogy that they establish is really, it's, very difficult to substantiate. It's kind of fictitious, really. Okay, so it's kind of a fantasy sort of world. But what I think, and if I were to talk to a Mormon, I would phrase it in a way that was more charitable, you know, because I don't want to hurt their feelings, but at the same time, truth is important. And uh, what I feel is that Joseph Smith was looking for a heritage 
He was looking for a genealogy. He was looking for a family. And how awesome it is that we as Catholics, like as Bible-believing Catholics, we have a real, this is not fiction. There's, there's nothing fantastic about our genea- our spiritual heritage. Um, and how awesome and a great privilege it is. So I, I really feel like the Mormons, is they're looking for the right thing, they're doing it the wrong way, and it's sad, you know, that they haven't been able to really get a hold of what they're looking for. But then it's a testimony that really should put us to shame. Because how many Catholics have received this huge heritage, have all of these fathers, are part of this massive family, and they go, and throw it out. How sad is that, right? So I kind of feel like, you know, the heart of the Mormon is got the right thing. And if if only more Catholics could have the heart of a Mormon, so to speak, to long for and to desire to be part of this huge family and to really appreciate it. says in our gospel, Jesus says, all these prophets and righteous people longed to see what you see. They longed to hear what you hear, but they did not hear it. They did not see it. And so it's a beautiful thing because the human heart does long to be part of this large family. And that longing is satisfied with the Catholic faith. So many young men today in particular feel totally unmoored, unanchored, untethered. They have no connection to anything. They're just floating out in space. And they have no heritage whatsoever. They feel totally lost. And uh, what I want to say to them is like, come home. You have a huge family that's waiting to adopt you. Um, And it's a very sad thing, but at the same time it's a joyful thing because... Jesus has given us this beautiful, beautiful family that, and this heritage that fulfills the longings of our hearts. So that's today, I think, what we, what we celebrate, we commemorate um, with uh, the, the, the memorial of Saints Joachim and Anne. So my brothers and sisters, let's appreciate what we have and really work to preserve it, as we do, but like all the more be motivated to, to work to preserve it and to pass it on so that our future spiritual uh, descendants can enjoy it um, like we enjoy it.